All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to episode 20 of the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop. And today we have some gentlemen here to talk Reds baseball with you. First off, uh, Branch. Branch, how are you doing? Doing really good. Doing really good. Uh, kind of wish Polly could have joined tonight, but uh, he's celebrating his bachelor party, and he ain't got time for us little fuckers in the world, I guess. He's probably having a good time, though. Yeah, yeah. God Wait. bless Polly. <laughs> Someone's actually marrying Polly? It's true. Wow. All right. So I guess we'll just introduce Phil since he jumped in there. Phil, how are you? <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, any old men kicked your ass lately? Uh, no, it's been two weeks now. So, well, that's good. Or maybe three. I don't know. I've lost track. I mean, it happens so often. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Ryan back joining us again today. Uh, Ryan, how are you doing? Fellas, I am doing fantastic. I had a wonderful weekend at the NFL draft here in where I live in Nashville. And it has been just probably one of the best experiences that I've ever had. Love it. All right. Well, I'm glad everybody's in a good mood because now we're going to take it down a notch and talk about the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, did, wah, wah, Coop, wah. Coop, did you introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Coop. I'm the host of the podcast, if you didn't know. Uh, I like uh, I like puppies. And uh, uh, What do you great. like? To... Go ahead, Phil. That, that is some serious breathing. <laughs> how about now now better than before yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. that just, wasn't breathing that was inhaling a cigarette do you, do you, <laughs> you really shouldn't do that with an oxygen tank because uh yeah emphysema is nothing to, that's that's nothing to play around with man well, that'll just add to the ambiance. So, your Cincinnati Reds and my Cincinnati Reds and everybody's Cincinnati Reds, for that matter, lost today to, this is Saturday, lost today to the St. Louis Cardinals because Tyler Malley decided that uh, Ozuna needed to uh, uh, just you know have a nice day with the bat and Left a few meatballs up there for him, and that was the game. Um, Probably his first good day of the of the year. Marcelo Zuna, one of the Florida Marlins that probably could have been a Cincinnati Red if things had worked out. But, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Friday night the Reds looked good. Uh, offense had a little explosion there, and uh, of course Le- Luis Castillo... Wait a minute. He didn't pitch. Uh, that was the night before um, when they beat the Braves. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. As soon as I said it, uh, Anthony DiSclefani looked good. Uh, offense looked good. Today, eh, Tyler Malley didn't look good. And So three straight games he hasn't looked very good? He, w- he looked all right a couple games ago. It's just 
I think the uh, question on whether he gets sent down when Alex Wood comes back has been answered because I think it's going to be him. Except uh, Alex Woods isn't coming back, so. For a while. Uh, yeah, that doesn't help. Bring up Cody Reed. They stretched Cody Reed out tonight. I saw oh, that. Oh, did they? they yeah, I, didn't he, see that. Wow. I, I missed that. That's good. He, uh, um, he threw three innings uh, tonight, mm-hmm. um, struck out a whole bunch of people, uh, no walks and uh, two hits. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, and Alex, shout out to Jason London. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to uh, Doug Gray. Who? Yeah, uh, screw Doug. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, God damn it, Phil! You made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking uh, so, about uh, you're talking about Wood being yeah. Hurt. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Wood apparently is going to seek a either a second or third opinion. I don't know how, what kind of opinion it is at this point uh, with his back issues. And it, it, as Phil said, it doesn't look like he's anywhere close. Uh, yeah. So Branch, is this a, is this a Kyle Madsen situation or are we going to see Alex Wood? It is what it is. I, I'm not worried about it because I'm fine with Molly being in there. I mean, he, he had a bad game today against a good hidden team and they, they've been on fire. So, you know, I, I'm not ready to throw in the towel on him. And honestly, I've been kind of worried about what happens when Wood is healthy. About sending him down and screwing with his confidence, you know. Right. Yeah, I still I still believe in Molly all day, you know. I ain't got no problem with it. Ryan, jump in. Yeah, Molly, I, you know, I really like Molly. I've liked him since last year. Um, you know, this is three straight games that he's given up four or more runs. The game against San Diego was okay because he got nine strikeouts with no walks. Um, you know, but t- today it was a little rougher from what, I'm, from what I could see. Um, you know, only two strikeouts, but he walked three. But he gave up five runs. It's just – it's a bit much. I mean, you can tell he's making progress, but, you know, he's still – I feel like he doesn't have that pitch to help him get through the third time of the year. And this, it's been a problem for him since last year, and I just – I don't see it developing. Bill, what do you think? I, I agree with Ryan. Excellent. Super. <laughs> that might drop in there from Phil. Uh, Phil, you need to drink more, apparently. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He, he said it fine. Yeah, I'm I'm Team Ryan. Good. That that was some dynamite analysis there from Ryan. Phil was <laughs> Insightful, thoughtful, all those things. Yeah. I, <laughs> why ruin a good thing with my crap? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so, yeah, get that beer out of that cooler. There you go. Uh, yeah. Now, that I don't mind y'all hearing. Hey, that's fine. Or this. Crack it. There it is. Bam. So, speaking of pitchers who, who suck dick, uh, Zach Duke, he's been terrible. Uh, and I want to illustrate just how terrible he's been. Uh, I don't know if these numbers were updated for through today, but uh, I'm looking on fan graphs if, uh, if you want to follow along and play along. 13 games so far for Zach Duke, which I think leads the Reds uh, relievers. In those 13 games, he's thrown seven and a third innings. He has given up two, basically two and a half home runs per nine, nearly seven and a half walks per nine, 40% of the fly balls he gives up have resulted in a home run. His ERA is 11.05, <coughs> but his fielding independent pitching is 
So he's been unlucky. <laughs> no, that doesn't. Uh, <laughs> he has been. <laughs> that uh, that actually does not include today. Um, it does not. His, uh, no. his ERA has ballooned up to eleven point two five. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my a, god. Uh, he has a two point one three uh, uh, WHIP. Four strikeouts in eight innings. It is only eight innings, but uh, yeah, that's not good. No. I mean, damn. I don't. I mean, we can try to put this in real people terms. In real people terms, not running a baseball club. I mean, I've made some twenty thousand dollar mistakes in my life. They made a two million dollar mistake, and it's hard to cut those, you know, sever those ties. I've, you know, I kept spending money on that damn car, even though I knew it wasn't going to be worth a shit. I don't are think they, it was. A are, are they at that point? Are they? Are they just like, well, we're we're spending two million on him. We're just going to keep going. It's just the way it is. I don't. I mean, I don't know how no, that I works in million terms. It Go certainly ahead. seems like it. Go ahead. Frank. I don't think it was a mistake to sign him, but yeah, you can't keep throwing him out there. Especially, I mean, I don't. He's he was brought in to be a lefty specialist, a loogie, and he they. Bell keeps throwing him in against right-handers, and I don't understand that. He, he should not be facing a single right-hander at all. Well, And he can't get left-handers out either, so if that's the case, bring in Cody Reed. They need to go uh, go get Cody and, uh, and bring him up. Oh, hang on, Phil. I did find these updated numbers on fan graphs. So his uh, fielding independent pitching has gone from 8.02 to 8.36 after today. Like you said, his ERA is 11.25. And so he's been better than he uh, than he actually has been. Well, that's not too bad. Again, he's been unlucky. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's given up. He's, his ERA's three whole runs over his uh, his fielding independent pitching. Yeah, I mean, dude needs some better luck. Ryan's exactly yeah. right. Once he's again, just, Ryan's right. All, all ten uh, all ten runs that he's given up have been earned, though. Well, that, well, you can't blame it all on the shitty outfield. That's a problem. Uh, Branch. Uh, you know, I, I don't <laughs> think anything else needs to be said about Zach Duke. <laughs> Branch. Duke Zach. Yes. Or, um, Zook. Oh, shit. Zach Duke. <laughs> Zook. Uh, Zook. <laughs> I have not been drinking. Zook's yeah, right. I'm done with him. Zook's his new name. We're calling well, him Zook. Yeah, Zook. And I, can you can y'all hear me? Yeah, we got you. Uh, yeah, I'm done with him. I, I'm I'm done. I, it's it's silly. And what really pissing me off the most about it is Amir is seeing like half a batter a, every three games. I mean, I'm sure those numbers might be a little low, but somewhere in there. And why the hell do you just keep going to Duke when you have Amir? I, I don't get it. Um, Amir Garrett. Why are they turning Amir into a loogie? Amir Garrett. I, I don't know. Exactly. That that that's a good point, Branch. <clears throat> Amir Garrett is not a loogie. He is a shutdown uh, reliever. He could he could be your eighth inning guy. He could even be your closer if you needed him to. Uh, he's got that kind of stuff. Uh, and I agree with Phil what he said earlier about signing Zach Duke was not a bad idea. No. It just hasn't worked out. So now you just got to cut bait. And move on. I know you don't want to, you know, lose that two and a half million dollars for no reason or whatever it was. But I mean, he just is not getting. He's not even. 
I mean, he's not even worth throwing out as a mop-up guy at this point. You know, besides Cody Reed, who do they have in the minors that could that could come up and, and be that guy? Who's who's the lefty in the minors? That's Agret. Agret. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's about it in Louisville, though. Yeah, it's about it. I think it's it in Louisville, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's had a bad outing yet. Sims had a bad outing the other day, but I don't think Agret's had one. I think he's still got a zero ERA, I believe. Yeah, but didn't – I mean, honestly, this is kind of par for the course with this front office. I mean, look at last year how long they kept Phil Gosselin and, uh, you know, fuck fuck twat. What was his name? Um, Phil Gosselin. Who was the other guy that we were Um, stuck with? uh, Cliff Pennington. Cliff fucking Pennington. Guys, they didn't cut Kevin Gregg until the end of fucking May. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was horrible. That was the – oh, my gosh. And I don't know why – I don't know why, you know, Derek Johnson and David Bell keep running Zach Duke out. Maybe they just think, you know, hey, he's 30, what, 36 years old. He's He's been a quality reliever. He's going to right the ship. Don't see where it happens. I got an opinion on that. Go ahead. I think that the club as a whole likes to try to tell the other players, see, we got your back even if you struggle. Hence the Shebler shit that's going on. Yeah. You know, I understand letting Peraza struggle. You know, that, that one's a lot more understandable than what's going on with Shebler and Duke. And uh, they just, it, it's, they don't want to, I think they feel aloof about, well, we just don't cut people because they have one bad outing. But at this point, we're not talking about one bad outing. No, you we're know? talking about 13. Talking right about 13. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and Shebler, I I don't understand what's happened to Shebler. I really don't. He's he's broken. Something's going on. Well, and he's swinging. Uh, he's swinging he at everything. He hears footsteps. He hears yeah. footsteps. It's just like a wide receiver in the NFL. He hears footsteps. Yeah. Every he, time he's at bat, he can hear Senzel walking. That, that's yeah. just what he is. Shebler's streaky anyway. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, he is. But, but this I, is rough. Yeah, I mean, I mean we it haven't is, seen but... him. We haven't seen him be this bad since his rookie year. <clears throat> I don't think we've ever yeah. seen this bad. Yeah, maybe not. when him and Duvall were platooning, maybe, maybe he was yeah. this bad. I mean, that's why he got sent down, and then he tore it up in AAA and then came back and has been up ever since. But, I mean, we haven't seen him be this – like well, like you said, Coop, I don't think we've ever seen him be this bad, but, I mean, he has been awful. And after all the good progress that he made last year, like, yeah, he had, in, he had injury concerns, but – I never, I didn't think this would be what Scott Shebler is, and it all, it's almost, I feel like he's almost becoming a Duvall type player, someone who come on, who comes on and has a decent season or a decent half a season, and then just falls apart. And I would hate that for Scott Shebler because I, I like the guy, you know, personally, and I also like him as a player. I've always thought he's been, you know, someone that would be here for the next great Reds team, you know, either as a fourth outfield option or, you know, you know, it's platooning with a, with somebody in the outfield. I, I just didn't think that he would be this bad. It's just been awful. Adam Duvall really fell off the table uh, last year. And then when the, I can't believe yeah. the Reds even got anything for him. Yeah. But right now, oh, I know right now, Scott Shebler is playing his way into a, uh, not even being tendered a contract. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't. I, if he keeps this up, I don't see him being on the team. I think. I think what the move that will happen is. I think if he keeps playing the way he has, I think what will happen is Sinzel will get called up and Shebler will just be DFA'd. 
Phil will jump There's in. There's no I, way they'll, I mean. They won't DFA. They won't DFA if no. he's not an option. Yeah. Oh, does he have option. an option? Yeah. I, yeah. I thought he was out of options. No, no, he he has an option. They'll send him down. Okay, if it, yeah. Then he should have already been sent down. I mean, that that's just plain and simple. Well, I mean, it's only, you got, okay. Shebler, it's only been 25 games. Yeah, he's been horrible. But it's a month, and guys have bad months. It sucks because it's the beginning of the season, so that's all you've got this year. Um, but, I mean, he's had a bad month. Jay Bruce had bad months. Everyone's got bad months. Jay Bruce yeah, had bad, just, Jay Bruce the, had bad just everyone, two weeks. Everyone losing their minds over the Yeah, it's been a horrible, horrible bad month. But it's not. he does have a track record. He's not going to have an OPS under 400 for the entire season. He's just not. Here's the, th- here's the thing, Phil. Everyone, Let me ask you this. I, I agree, here's I agree the with thing. that. But... Here's the thing, Phil. Shout out, Polly. Here's the thing. Yeah. You, you made the comparison to Jay Bruce, and I, I've made that. I, I've thought about that in my head. But yeah, Jay Bruce was streaky, always was. But in the times that he wasn't streaky, he could carry a team. Is Scott Shebler ever able to carry the entire team? Nope. No. Well, he's had some. He's had some really good months. Yes, he, he really has. has. Yeah. He has. He has. But, yeah. but has he had Jay Bruce Bruce months when he was literally just everything we had? No, no. Well, well. So you got a re, you know a, a reward thing there that yeah you can put up with it for a while, but if he can't truly carry a team when everybody else is having a bad time, how long do you put up with it? Well, and here's the with thing. the streakiness. Here's here's the thing. I I don't see any problem sending him to AAA and letting him mash to regain his confidence, and then if if a spot opens up, bringing him back up. I mean. We talked about Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall's been in AAA for the Braves all year. He's he's hitting 303, 393 on base, five homers, 15, 15 RBI. He's got a weighted runs created plus of 147 in AAA. So he's it's not bad. We should trade for that. We should trade for that guy. But he's mashing. <laughs> because, yeah. And he's getting his confidence up, I'm sure. And he's probably going to be okay whenever he comes back up, whether it's with the Braves or with somebody else. So, or if all of a sudden the Braves decide to actually get a reliever for once and right. trading, yeah. yeah. So, right. That's that's my thinking. Is maybe a couple weeks in AAA would do Shebler some good, and if it doesn't do him any good and he still sucks ass, then he wasn't somebody you were going to count on anyway. Yeah, and I understand that one, you know, having a bad month and things like that. It's just the well, from what I've seen, like he just he doesn't look like himself. No, he doesn't and, at all. And when and when a and when a player's swinging like that, it's just not a bad a bad month is getting babbit to, de- to death. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're you're hitting balls straight at, you know, hitting balls straight at at you know infielders and outfielders, and you can't get a hit to save your life. That's a bad month. This you're just he's just hacking away and not. He just doesn't look like what we've seen over the last, you know, season and a half. And, um, you know, he just, he needs, he needs some help. Like he needs to go and get his confidence back. He needs to, he needs to, like Branch said, he needs to stop thinking about Sinzel because if he keeps thinking mm-hmm. about Sinzel, he's, he'll lose his job. He'll lose his job, period. Yeah. So, so what are the thoughts on maybe the next homestand is when we see Nick Sinzel? Phil, you go first. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I'm. I agree with Ryan again. Ryan, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I have no idea when we're going to bring him up uh, at this point. Um, it wouldn't. It would not surprise me if it's you know after the All Star break. Tell you the truth, uh, I just we'll see. I, I have no idea. Well, I think it. I think it's. I think it's late June where they would avoid Super Two. It's actually technically as of right now, or as of before this weekend, it was. Uh, Right, you're right, Coop, right at late June. But after this weekend, because the way Super 2 works is 22% qualify for it. The others don't. And Vlad Guerrero he, came up. Vlad Guerrero came up. Uh, Kaboom came up. And two other pitchers came up. So there, right now, I think there's no hard date. but Because mm-hmm. it, it goes on how many people get called up, and the, the top 22% get Super 2. Right. And it's a complicated system. I've read this rule over and over trying to understand it, and I'm pretty sure I got it. Mm-hmm. So at some point, they're going to be like, okay, how many call – and September call-ups don't count. Right, right. Um, it's it's people that get called up with more than 150 days in a season or like 125 games or something like that. Um, so is there anybody so else? It's, it's there, getting cl- close. Right, so if – if, if for say, a few more players get called up, then Super 2 goes out the window and you could call Sinzel up after a day or two of them pitching. Yes, yes. We're play. getting close. Yeah, we're getting cl- close. Again, because it's, so it's 22% of so many days in a season. Right. And, and we're getting close to that of, of how many actually the teams think will get called up. That's the reason it's a moving date. We won't totally know until the end of the year. But the clubs usually have a pretty good idea by the end of May of where it's at. Hmm. Well, that tells me it's at least another month of it. Well, again, there was a lot got called up all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, yeah. I but, but not, Nothing counts after, I think, July 7th. I think after July 7th, anybody gets called up does not count. So you really you're looking from the beginning of the season to July 7th. And you want to be in the bottom 22% of those people. Right. To be super two. If not, if you're in the top, what is that, 78%, it doesn't matter. Or 88%. 78, you were right. I have no idea what you just said, but okay. Okay. It's complicated. (laughs) It's complicated. (laughs) It's complicated. Here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Shout out to Ram. Shout out to Polly. Get his ass up here. Fuck Mm. your super two. Put him in center field. Have an outfield of Winker and left, Sinzel in center, and Puig in right. And let's just see what happens. Yeah. And the stupidest thing about this Super 2 stuff is the guys that just got called up, Do you, if they actually pan out like they're supposed to, do you think that they're even going to wait on arbitration? Right. That, that's the whole, that I mean, it, it, that doesn't make any damn sense at all. Well, and that was my whole argument with the extra year of control is yeah. if, if Sinzel's any good, you're going to try to lock him up before that year is exactly. in the equation. And if he's not any good, then you're going to do what you did with Billy Hamilton and non-tender. Yep. Yes. Um, it was. It took Vlad what, like about a month after he came back from injury to get called up. It was. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something to that effect. Okay. I, I I would expect about the same timeline with Sinzel. Let's see, Vlad. Yeah, Vlad just came up this week. Sinzel just came off the DL. What earlier this week? Was it this week or last week? Yeah, is this is this week. Yeah, it's, it was this week. It's been yeah. So, Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday when he first played. You're right, Branch. Yeah. So I think we're looking at a month from now, which puts you at the end of May. So what does that tell you? 
Yeah. There's no super two there. It, yep. It's probably gone think, by that point. Yep. Yeah. Now, now here, so I could also see them in two weeks just calling them up. Um, it really, I think it really depends on, you know, is Scott Shebler, you know, still swinging the bat the way that he is? Um, you know, and so has, is Peraza still playing like shit, which he's come on here lately. Last, last few games been really good. Um, you know, so I think a lot of that has to do with it more than just like his, you know, his super two status. Cause I honestly, I think teams at this point, yeah, they care about the super two, but whenever it's a big prospect, I don't think they care as much. Well, um, but that's just me. And there's some other parts of the equation. Uh, eventually Matt Kemp will be back. What are you going to do with him? Uh, he's probably, right. gonna, yeah, exactly. R- Rihanna's boyfriend. Uh, he's going to be out probably a couple more weeks at the very least. You probably got at least another month on uh, Scooter Jeanette, who people I think have forgotten exists. So then, then you start thinking about roster management. I mean, obviously, we all are in agreement that Zach Duke could be one of the people to get shipped off. Phil Irvin Shebler can go to Triple A. Shebler and Phil Irvin could probably go back down mm-hmm. uh, to activate Kemp and Scooter, but. I guess we'll just have to wait on Senzel and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have, just, a, I, I think, have a feeling I think that Kemp is going to take a while. Kemp, Kemp, Kemp it's going to take longer than you think. He's he's older. Broken ribs. I mean, that's, that, that, take, that, take that can be tricky. Yeah. yeah. I, there there be a positive on it right now. It's it's liable to take a while. I would bet him and Scooter probably come back around the same time. That's probably a safe which bet. is likely the All Star break. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and I I think I think team performance probably has something to do with it too. I mean, you're totally uh, correct there. If they I, go into if they go into a slump right now, if they're playing they're they're playing as I said, you know, after the one and eight start, if they played three out of five baseball to the end of April, they would be right at or under right barely under five hundred. They've almost done it. You know, yeah. today today yeah. not excluding you know, and tomorrow we got a good chance to win. We got a good pitcher on the mound. So, uh, sorry for using we, the Reds. Have a good picture on yeah, the mound. It, it's uh, <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me. It, you can only say we if you've seen Corky Miller n- naked, and that's that's a damn fact. Have you seen okay, Corky so, Miller so, naked? So, we have seen Corky Miller naked? So, take this how you will. We have Sonny Gray on the mound. <laughs> Hot damn. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. You know, there's a good chance we take the series and keep still keep playing that, you know, three of every five, which will get you there. And then once you get to that point, hell, at that point, play 550 baseball, you know, on through the the All Star break, and we'll see where the cards crumble with you know the trade deadline and everything. And hopefully the cards do crumble in terms of Cardinals. Well, you ain't wrong there. Hey, uh, honestly, if the if the offense. You know the offense played well the last you know a few games, so if they keep that up, I, I think they're going to wait on him. But uh, you know if they start tanking, then you know I think he'll be up sooner. I think I think you're right on that, and, and honestly, they need to bring him up because it, the the offense needs a spark. It, it it's it's almost there, but it's not quite. I, I have a feeling that Suarez is about to really go the brick off. You know, just just good. 
go go crazy here real soon. His his swing's looking better. He's looking more comfortable at the plate. I think his timing was off early because he hit a lot of foul balls to the left of the left field, you know, foul ball. And all of a sudden, yeah. he's starting to kind of get those in. And timing is a thing, especially when you're seeing 94 mile per hour pitches all the time. Yeah. yeah. There are there are three guys on that offense that if they have a bad night, the offense is in the tank. Yeah. One is Joey Votto. The other is Torres. And the third is Jesse Winker. Mm-hmm. He's on fire right now. He's yeah. on fire right now. So why the fuck is David Bell pitching? Because he's trying. Can too somebody hard. An- can somebody answer me that? Because I mean, it's just like he when he when he's playing knifey spoony in the bullpen. It, He's he's doing yeah. all the matchup. He's yeah. playing the matchup book, and I think he's just trying yeah. too hard with that. Yeah, yeah. David David Bell's got to figure some stuff out. He's got to figure out how he wants to manage the ball club effectively. Because I I agree, and we t- and we all talked about it last week. But you know he you know he's got to get that figured out on how to handle his players because you know. You cannot be pinch hitting for Winker. I get it. He's a left-hander. I get it. His numbers against right-handers are are uh, are not great. And unless it's my, Kirk, but unless it's Kirk Caselli, then you don't pinch yeah. hit for him. Uh, yeah, you know why? Right? Because Kirk Caselli rakes. Kirk Caselli rakes. But for real, I mean Winker, you don't pinch pinch hit for the guy at this point. In fact, I want Winker playing more against his splits because I want him to get better at that. And the only way he's going to get better is whenever he sees more pitches from that side of the plate. No, oh, yeah. I absolutely. hate when these managers take a young a young yeah. good hitter and they only play them against their splits. And I hate it. I hate it. I Let mean, the guy round out his game. Nothing's ever gonna top Jerry Naren pinch hitting Juan Castro for Josh Hamilton, but <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes. But fun fact about Jerry Naren, oh, I have a bigger dick than he does. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Ryan! Congratulations! Thanks. Congratulations Thank on you. your massive haul! Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> and Ryan just cell phoned himself. I did. <laughs> it works really well, but it is not. Hey. You know. Hey. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not everybody can have a big one. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, just ask Todd. Well, I mean, damn it. I was going to make a joke against myself, but sure. Let's talk about Todd. Well, your little dick ass gets beat by old men, so. <laughs> yeah, we already knew that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hey, why don't we uh, move on to some uh, listener questions? This week, I sent out. Hey, the... hey, Coop, hey, Coop, real quick. Can yeah, I, can go I ahead. tell go a little ahead. story here since we went on to Shebler? Okay. Let's tell. Let's go last a night story I was. Time. We'll story, go story time. time. Story time with your Uncle Brent. Yeah. That'll work. Last night, I was at the Elks Lodge in Ashland, Kentucky, a fine establishment for older people to go drink and listen to a band play Skinnerd. Uh, <laughs> Free Bird! <laughs> Free Bird! Yeah. They were pretty. We're good, starting actually. off very West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this was a, I, I crossed the river in Kentucky. Hey, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I was in there with a with a guy named Matt Spade, who he he pitched in the Pirates organization. Um, he played at Marshall University, pitched, got drafted by the Pirates, pitched in the organization all the way up through Double A. Uh, ended up just ripping his shoulder to shreds right before he went to Triple A, and well, that was that. 
And um, and he's went on to have a very fine life. Graduated. He's you know got a got a good life, beautiful wife, and you know nice house, great guy. He's three weeks uh, older than me, by the way. But he might be. Yeah, <laughs> I just looked uh, him up. Did you? <laughs> anyway, I used to cut him back in the day. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> not really, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I actually had friends that caught him and played a marshal. I was out drinking, um, uh-huh. but uh, he uh, he was watching the game with me while we were at the Elks Lodge. You know, it's not like we had any sound. Uh, again, they were playing Freebird, and um, he watched Shebler's at bat. And he looked at me square in the eye. And he said, "I swear to God, I may be forty six years old, but I can strike him out right now." <laughs> and and he had no doubt in his mind. He goes, "If I saw somebody like that coming to the plate with that swing right now, he's like, oh, this is candy." And this is somebody that got to a pretty high level professional baseball. And I wasn't telling him anything about how he was doing. I wasn't bitching. I wasn't saying anything. He just spotted it. That was kind of eye opening to me, you know, on, on where we're at with Shebler right now. But and he's honest. He's from Philly, so he's a he he follows the the fields a lot more than than he does the Reds, and uh, it was kind of eye opening and interesting. He, you're right. He had some good numbers. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a good pitcher. Yeah, he uh, he topped out in High A, um, Lynchburg. Uh, Well, he well he went to relief in Double A. They moved him to relief in Double A. Well, not according to Baseball Reference, but okay. He did. Um, If you dig in there, you'll see him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh man, yeah, he had some. And this is back in uh, the mid '90s. Yeah. Uh, so the strikeout rate, uh, he uh, he uh, his strikeout rate was good, especially for back then. And yeah. he didn't walk anybody. And so. he holds the record for the most strikeouts in a single season at Marshall, actually Marshall University. And he's told me time and again the only reason that that was that high is because he didn't trust his damn infield defense at all. <laughs> 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 so that's uh, that. <laughs> that's great. All right, hey, why don't we move into some uh, listener questions here? Um, first question comes from at Stormy One Blue on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and before I get to this question, uh, the hashtag for this week was Giddy for Titties. Uh, <laughs> Stormy says. And this is going to be a little hard to read. Let Todd and I on, and do you get bored with the game? No. Okay. First of all, no. <laughs> uh, second, I don't. No. I don't get bored with baseball. I know some people do. I could see the beauty in a one-run ball game that's one-one and or two-to-one or a pitching duel. So no, I don't get bored with baseball. Anybody? No, I don't at all. Negative. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been I known ha- to fall I have in my past. Game, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been I've been known to fall asleep during a game, but I mean, shit, man, I got three kids. I fall asleep in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I've never been one to get bored with baseball. I've always loved baseball. It's just been one of my, you know, one of my favorite sports. Period. Uh, so I, I don't know. I get I get why some people do though because my wife does not watch baseball and anytime the game is on, everyone else in the house is just miserable. But I'm happy as a claim. Yeah. So uh, right. I can I understand why they do. But you know, for those of us that watch it constantly or 
you know, and just in love with it. You know, we can see the nuances and and the things like that in the game. I think it holds us, but you know, that's just my opinion. Ryan, that gets better with the, with age. When my kids were little, I, I kind of almost took the mid, the early two thousands to to two thousand ten off because I, I was busy coaching little league baseball, minor league baseball, football, and all that stuff because my kids were little. You know, right. we didn't really. You know, I, I caught up on the on the games after they happened. It's just it, it's it's part of being in your thirties yeah. with with young children. Yeah, and, you and know, that, and, that's uh, very true. It's it's hard. But for now me to my be kids come down and they're like, well, how, and, and they don't they don't pay attention to every single game, but they're like, who's on the mound? You know, where are we at in this game? Uh, you know, we we won the last two, right? You know, and that kind of thing. And it gets better. You know, but they're never really bored with it. My wife, you know, she loves it. So I don't. You know. I just get bored with some of Ryan's monologues. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I, I do too. Sometimes I get, sometimes I just start talking. And I forget where I'm going, and then I yeah. it's, it's gone. Damn it! You know? Bill's not holding back today. <laughs> He's not, man. So our next the job the jobless wonder brought it today. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> nice one, nice one. Ooh, Phil, your response. <laughs> well, what was the question? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, do I get bored? Yeah. No, I don't get bored. I, I answered this earlier. I don't get bored of baseball. No, absolutely not. Good job. He totally missed that, right? Yeah, he totally fine. missed it. It's fine. Phil, Phil I honestly want to see your face when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear my voice. God, no. I listen to it. I listen to it. Well, you have to. I know. I have to edit it. That's what I'm saying. I listen to it. (laughs) Uh, I listened last week. I I mean, everyone out there should listen like three times. I I live this. I don't don't have to listen to it. I got you. (laughs) I got the name. So, like I said, our next question comes from sometime podcast co-host Emily. Shout out to Emily. Shout out to Emily. Her question is pretty simple. It's, how are you doing? Phil, how are you doing? I am just hating life. It's horrible, and uh, this is the only thing I enjoy doing. Sounds good. Ryan, how are you doing? Uh, uh, fantastic. Branch, how are you doing? Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> how am I doing? I'm yeah, doing actually pretty good. I've got a good buzz. Uh, okay. The before mentioned Sarah mentioned earlier tonight, Hey, if you want to go down and buy that motorcycle, why don't you call the bank and we'll check there into it. There you go. And, uh, that's a good wife. And and there you go. well, I'm I'm a motorcycle junkie, and it's not like there ain't motorcycles everywhere here. But uh, this is cool. the one. I this is the one. I've owned Harley's and everything else, but this is since this bike came out, which is a Honda yeah. Africa Twin. I've oh, wanted okay. since then, and it's a it's a dual purpose go anywhere kind of bike. And I've really, really wanted it. And she's like, mm, just check into it. So honestly, I'm a little giddy about, mm, I might go buy this motorcycle. <laughs> so anyway, and I'm also thinking about him a little bit. Cause I know she's having a damn good time tonight. Cause this is her last uh, night she can drink before uh, she gets going for that flying pig next, uh, next Sunday and uh, all oh. 26 miles of it. Yeah, and uh, and and my my wife's going up there to greet her at the finish line. Well, and here's yeah. the thing, I don't even here's I, the thing I don't even run to the end of my driveway, let alone 26 miles. So good luck with all that. 
I, he puts I a lot into that. Block. He really does. Oh, really yeah. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Kevin who once ran for like a year straight. And, Gosh. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it, yeah. He's oh, crazy. dude, it's crazy. Uh, he's the wind I, beneath I our wings. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I ran this week. I almost got in a fight at the uh, draft on Thursday night. All right, now we got to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> what happened? All right, so, all right, so uh, Thursday was a very busy day for me. Obviously, we had the NFL draft, um, and it was the same day that my daughter had her big talent show that she was so excited about. Uh, it was her singing debut, and so I, uh, I obviously, I, you know, I, I go down to the draft, um, and wait, 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 you skipped your daughter's recital for the draft. <laughs> Will you let me finish, Phil? Shut up and let me <laughs> no. talk. It's my turn. No, because okay. that's all you're doing is talking. No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. So go, go ahead. I go down. I, I go down the draft earlier today. I spend time down there. I buy a bunch of shit. Uh, scope out the scene, and then I leave um, to come up here and go to my daughter's uh, recital. So, or her talent show. <laughs> so, we're at the talent show, and they're running late. And of course, like my asshole puckering because I know that I've got to somehow make it uh, the mile back down to the draft and parking is zero to none. Um, it's, it's gone. No parking. Uh, so I'm going to have to walk it. I'm going to have to walk from my house down there. And so I take off, start walking down downtown uh, Nashville to go to the, the draft. And I get down there finally. And I've got about five minutes for the first pick. You know, for the they go on the clock. The Cardinals go on the clock. So I walk into the abyss of two hundred plus thousand people in uh, at Second and Broadway, and you know, and there's that many people. There's literally a sliver of there's like a, a sliver of of a line to walk across. And I was trying to get to my friends, and I go through here, and there's this one guy. He won't he won't move. I say, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Sorry, sir. Can I get around you? Being, I'm being very polite, very nice. So finally, time is ticking, and I just yell, "Hey, motherfucker, move!" <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's just say he didn't like that, and uh, <laughs> I can't he imagine turned, why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he turned around and he shoved me and swung at me, and I said, "You know what? I am 32. I have a heart condition. I have children." <laughs> This is not a smart idea, and then I just took off. <laughs> there you go. I was, I was smart wondering man. if that was fucking you, dude. I was really wondering if that was you. Yeah, I dude, I took be. off. I took off. <laughs> took off running. I ran about a block and a half to down to third, and uh, finally was able to get through there and get to my friends. But uh, for a moment there, man, I, I, I thought I was 22 again. And when he turned around, pushed me, and swung, swung at me, I said, you know what? Uh, this shit just ain't worth it. I, it no, I'm out. <laughs> I just took <laughs> off running. So Smart was, man. Yeah. Smart um, man. You know, if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would have uh, ran away from somebody who swung at me, uh, I would have called you a bold-faced liar because that not, that's not my MO, but it, it just wasn't worth it in that moment. <laughs> you learn you learned from Phil that when, that's an, old exactly man, right. when an old man swings yeah. on you, you need to get, you need to get the, go in the other direction. Exactly yeah, right. Was, yeah, this wasn't an old man. This was some Raiders fan. I mean, he was, he was. From, I don't know. He was crazy. He probably had a shiv in yeah. his back pocket. I was gonna say I was probably like about thirty seconds away from getting stabbed. 
Now, to be fair, okay, to be fair, you did call him. To be fair. However, so, I, I asked him. I asked him very nicely. Well, Excuse it was me. loud. It was. I'm sure it was loud. Was it loud? Uh, it, it's all relative. I, w- I mean, I wasn't whispering in his ear, so nothing. So I was saying, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Can I just get by here? Excuse me, sir. Like talking in a normal tone, very politely. And he, it was pretty obvious that he heard me because the people around him were looking at me and he was just being oh. an asshole. Okay. Well, so if that, he was just being an asshole, then yeah, he deserved yeah. it. Yeah. And I am 100% sure he is not listening to this. But if he is, Fuck next you. time I Fuck will you. come and get you, motherfucker. I will come at you, motherfucker. <laughs> In that moment, it was not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple more oh. questions here. <laughs> oh, more questions. Yeah. Jeremy Bartles at Fifth Biff on Twitter. He says, uh, hashtag giddy for titties. Why is Chris, Ar- Chris Archer such a bitch? Chris Archer hates fun, just like his manager, Clint Hurdle. Clint Hurdle, I think, is the bitch in this yep. situation. I think Clint Hurdle is the I... bitch in this situation. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Think so, so too. I've always liked Chris Archer. I've always thought he, you know, I, I kind of yeah, always he, viewed he, him like Strowman. He he used to he used to be a cool dude, but he's not a cool dude anymore. Well, but you want to talk about somebody that's never reached their ceiling, Clint Hurdle, like even close is <laughs> is Chris Archer. Chris Archer has not reached the ceiling that everybody projected for him, and quite frankly, he's getting old. He may still look twelve. He's getting old. And he has not yeah, reached the ceiling at all. Isn't he like? Yeah, he, I mean, he never has become. At one yeah, time, I would have, I would have got a hard on if the Reds got him. Now I'm kind of like, well, maybe that was a bad idea, because I mean, what's he kicking a five ERA right now? Five plus, something uh, like that. So, yeah, something he's got a four point three three as of today. Okay. Yeah, and he's, and he's on, on and the, he's on the injured, injured list. list. Yeah, he's on the yeah. Um, yeah. Just saying, he's got a strained badge or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he's got something <laughs> stuck in his ass. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's called Derek Dietrich stare. It's going yeah. right up his ass. Derek Dietrich is still staring that Bas- ball. Basically, uh, Chris Archer has not recovered. <laughs> no, no, he has not recovered. Uh, he's he's turning thirty one this year. He, uh, yeah, he's just never been. He's never been what was once promised earlier on in his career. I mean, he's still got a career a run of 3.7, but I mean, a lot of that work was done early in his career. He's, he's been at times got awful the last three years. Yeah. You know what needs to happen with the pirates? The next time they come to town is, is we threw baseball with, with Kev and Coop and me on opening day. We tossed it. We tossed the old ball around a little bit and Coop is a big dude and has got, he, I don't think he ever played baseball, but he's got a rocket of an arm. Coop, I think you need to be hired by the Reds and put on the on the you know forty man for one day, so I can drill play some the motherfucker in the head. And and you just stand on that fucking mound and you come off and you just launch it to Clint Hurdle's fat fucking face. I would, I would as hard <laughs> as you can, and 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 just settle this whole thing. And if he charges the mound, I bet you you're a big dude. Yeah, all right. He may get a, he may get a punch. He may get a punch in, but he ain't gonna knock you hey, down. Here's the thing. He'll start the fight. <laughs> I'll finish it. Yeah. <laughs> now Clint Hurdle is a little old, so Phil would be running uh, towards the river. But the rest of yeah. us, someone but, has to lead the way. Okay. But that has nothing to do with you, Coop. I think you knock his ass out. I mean, I, I really do. I think you'd get him with the ball. I mean, you had an arm. I mean, that was. 
I mean, I'll th- I'll- you you were popping a little bit there. That was nice. <laughs> we were tossing the ball. This we is like the tossing salad. That was that was quite the blowjob of you, Coop. So really <laughs> thank him for that. I, I feel like I've been to a massage parlor. <laughs> Coop's blushing. Oh, okay, this is making you feel better. Fuck you, Coop. You fat thank, bastard. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Now, <laughs> now we're getting to where now we're getting now we're getting yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, I mean, I'm getting older. I've, I've got a heart condition. I've got three kids. I just don't know if I can fight right now. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Don't have a heart attack on us. Don't try. I mean, uh, I'd break out some old school Marine shit for about a minute thirty, and then I'm done. Hey, Ryan. I mean, if if Ryan would have a heart attack, it would probably boost uh, downloads. Hey, hey, Ryan. Probably, yeah. We don't need another John McSherry situation in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, God. oh shit Ugh, yeah no I, um honestly i would <laughs> i would take the chance i'd take the chance i'd try to fight clint hurdle i have no put, problem with put that. your life in in the hands of us as you fight clint hurdle it's yeah fine. i'm i'm ready i'm ready to go so we've got I'm ready uh, to go we got one last question it's from borf Blacked out Reds fan who is usually on the podcast, but uh, he's like I said, he's probably knee deep right now. He says, uh, hashtag giddy for titties. Does Scott Shebler have erectile dysfunction? Right now, he does. I mean, I've dude, he's got that big old corn fed hog. That's what I was saying. Yeah, (laughs) there's one thing about Scott Shebler that he could probably fuck. Yeah, he's got he's got a fucking hog that Amir looks at and goes, "Nice," you know. <laughs> and they just nod in approval of each other as they walk out of the shower. Yeah, him and Nick Foles, man, they just show them off. <laughs> oh yeah, you know Nick Foles has got a, like a tripod going on. Big dick Nick, man. Hey, and uh, shout out to Josh Allen, who's going to be his teammate down there in Jacksonville. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's a that was a great pick by them. Shout, by them. We got shout out to uh, Bunchy Stallings who signed as an undrafted free agent with Jacksonville. Another Kentucky player. Ooh, this is a this is a nice. Kentucky podcast now. Um, We're not... <laughs> I love Bunchy. I love Benny Snell, but the Steelers. Oh, oh God! Ugh, fuck the Steelers. That was definitely a punch in the dick, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it made it come out the other end too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we move on to uh, this week's uh, live reading of today in Red's Facebook? Uh, we got a we got a decent one here. Um, there's a post from where uh, Jesse Winker was like running and gave a ball to a man in St. Louis, and the the kid since he's in St. Louis probably said something racist, and then Jesse ran off. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Cardinals and their stupid fans. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> J- Jamie says underneath on the post, my daughter's favorite player was Billy Hamilton. He threw her a ball and made her summer. She wanted to go back and have him sign it, but he got traded. No. <laughs> he did not get traded. He was non-tendered. But yeah. Teresa says, I miss Billy. Wow. I miss Billy. He was the most fun player to watch since Brandon Phillips. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I'm I'm probably going to see Billy this summer, and also go to the Negro Le- Leagues Museum when I'm in Kansas City, and I'm going to cheer Billy on in Kansas City 
because he got DFA'd and Kansas City picked him up and signed him to a contract. It's not that you hard, need, people. Just you need to attention. plan it. You need to plan it so you go when Homer starts. Yeah, we're oh. not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna work on that too awful fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> so uh, I still love Billy. I was I, I was, at, I was yeah. at opening day year before last when Homer started, you know, alongside of Max Scherzer. I'm still a hell of a lot more pumped about seeing Max Scherzer pitch live. Yeah, <laughs> just oh, the way sure. it is. <laughs> For so, sure. So Chris says. Shubler strikes out every at bat like that was one of his goals for the season. You've got to try to strike out that much. Okay, big I, I, I'm, Scott, man. I'm <laughs> I'm thinking that's probably it. Probably was not his goal to strike out a lot. I'm just saying. Oh God, I've got Adam Gay size right now. I don't. I don't know. It's footsteps again. Footsteps. I don't know. Phil, your thoughts. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't think Scott Shebler is trying to strike out. I, I, I don't think so either. I mean, unless Pete Rose got to him. Shout out to Doug Gray. Um, <laughs> I think what we're saying is, that yeah, yeah. I, I think Shebler is doing the definition of pressing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, 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 that's what it is. That's what it looks like. So our uh, our next Facebook thread uh, was just a post about how the Reds hit five home runs and each of them went over four hundred feet, which was hey, some power. That was uh, from Friday night. Michael says five home runs, fifth place. Kind of ironic. It's not really ironic, but okay. Not really that ironic. We could call him Atlantis Morissette from now on. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> There's another response to that one that I responded to. <laughs> oh, I'll get to it. Uh, Georgia, the first name Georgia says to no one in particular. He needs to retire. Who? Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> to no one in particular. He needs we'll to retire. Marty Brenneman. Marty Brenneman. Well, he is. So <laughs> there. <laughs> Ray says very impressive. Good. <laughs> Ray, Ray says. Very impressive, but why are they in last place in their division? They are spelled T H E R E. How sad. Fuck off. How Ray. sad. Fuck you, Ray. Yeah. We're out of spell. Why do people comment on shit they obviously, I mean, obviously don't follow at fucking all? Because it's Facebook. It's Facebook. Yeah. God, I loved it. I gave that shit up like five years ago. Well, yeah, Facebook is just a garbage pit. Oh, my gosh. We, we have Caleb here shout out to my parents shout on out, facebook yeah. we were on facebook I'll, I'll that's when it really went downhill was uh, when the parents and the grandparents got on facebook caleb this isn't really too bad he says can we please get jim day in the booth instead of mr always complains and negative nancy tom <laughs> he's not wrong oh, he is not wrong. where, is, that, where that, is the lie that, i'm, I'm saying <laughs> there's no jim lies is, detected Jim Day is good at play-by-play. He really is. I have a lot of people ask me why the hell I hate Tom so bad. Because You know why I hate Tom so bad? Because you love America. That's why. Exactly. Because he's bad at his goddamn job. Yep. I mean, I, I'm an engineer in the wireless industry. We won't say company, but it's a big one. And if I refuse to learn new shit... Because it's inconvenient, meaning, oh, what the fuck does Babbitt mean? 
You know, I would be fired within two weeks. And this fucker has had a job for nine years. Hey. Since Sabres, you know, I don't uh, get it. I don't get it. I have a follow-up question. I have a follow-up question. Can you give me free wireless? No, I cannot. <laughs> well, damn it. <laughs> so I just I don't think Tom likes baseball. I really don't. The, the, oh, it, Tom Tom doesn't like anything. Uh, except for yeah. Trump. Uh, the next comment <laughs> uh, <laughs> The next comment is actually one that I put on the Facebook uh, account. Tom says not that Tom. Tom says now if they could just hit some singles, can't win consistently with feast or famine. They either hit a dinger or K. It's like a team full of Adam Dunn's. How dare he? If we had a team full of Adam... I said we. I'm sorry. If the Reds had a team full of Adam Dunn's, they'd be very good. Yes. Yes. They had lots of walks. Lots and lots of walks. How does Corky's mustache look uh, with the rest of them naked there, uh, Coop? Since you said we. Very, very handsome. You're damn right. He is a well-groomed man. He is a well-groomed man. Shout out to Corky's mustache. Cor- yeah. Yeah. Joseph uh, says... Uh, Coop, let me go back to that real quick. Yeah, go ahead. On, go on ahead, that last ahead, comment. Go ahead, go ahead. What pisses me off the most is he didn't even look at the fucking line. He's seen five home runs. Yep. There yep. was 14 hits in that fucking ball game. Yeah, so that would... If my math is correct, that would be nine hits that were not home runs. Th- that 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 you are correct there. Yes, yes, that is that is how you do maths. Thank you. Oh yeah. shit, I had seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, there was nine, but if they'd only hit two home runs, then that would be eleven, and then you would never forget that. Oh. <laughs> Good jo- job, dude. Jo- <laughs> Joseph says, boom! Did you hear the crack of those bats? I did, all the way in West Price Hill. They were in St. Louis, Joseph. They were not at Great American Ballpark, so you didn't hear shit. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Well, I think that's a, that's a good one to end on. Let's uh, wrap up this edition of Today in, Today in Red's Facebook. Uh, and let's wrap up this edition of the podcast as well. Uh, why don't we go on to our final thoughts? Ryan, give us your final thoughts. My final thoughts. Uh, and there's Paul a stopwatch. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, though. <laughs> uh, okay, a few things. One, Paul Nixon's out. Get him up. Uh, number two, Big Cock Scott Shevler needs to be sent down to AAA. Um, number three, fuck Phil Razor. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> the jobless wonder. And My well, that's God. a little below the belt. Jeez, <laughs> he heard it this time. He heard it this he time. Heard he heard it, heard it this time. Yeah. Job, Phil. Um, and that's really all I have to say about about all that. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Phil, your response and uh, final thoughts. Okay, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Patrick, my best friend in the entire world, who I think is actually going to listen to this thing. Uh, So, hey, Patrick. Um, Hey, Pat. No, it's Patrick. Hi, Pat. He he does not go by Pat. It's Patrick. I thought John was your best friend. Hi, Patty. Does he go by Patty? 
Patrice. Man, you you're asking for it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, finish. Kim, just take your granddad on him. <laughs> My granddad's dead, so that would probably work. And as we discussed in the pre-show uh, uh, prep here, uh, I thought we were going to get to talk about The Little Mermaid for a while. So um, it's my favorite Disney musical, and uh, I think we should spend about 20 minutes talking about it. So, well, well, Coop, what do you think about The Little Mermaid? Well, here's the thing. I, I believe that Ariel is like 15 in that movie, and she goes and marries a guy when she's 15. Is this a Pete Rose story? Well, Prince Eric was, he wasn't, he was under 18. It's fine. It's not a big deal. And she was a princess and they get married off when they're teenagers. At 15? Yeah. In the 1700s? They don't tell you when this is set. This movie was made like in the 90s. They had sailboats. Well, here's here's the thing, though. There's also not a colony of mermaids living under the ocean. Now, do you know who they based uh, Ariel on in the uh, her the uh, uh, the concept art? Shirley Temple. No. Uh, what's her face from Who's the Boss? What's her face from Who's the Boss? That's right. <laughs> okay. Melissa Milano. Melissa Milano. Yes, that correct. Straight. Well, it's late and it's past my bedtime. I can't remember everybody's <laughs> name. Oh God! Branch. I know you're a Game of. Th- I, I know. Well, I know he's a Game <laughs> of Thrones fan, and and there's a in the books. There's a in Game of Thrones. There's a character called Patchface, who sings a song about under the sea, under the sea. You don't know what I've saw under the sea, which Phil doesn't know nothing about. Hopefully, he'll look that shit up because it kind of applies to what's coming up this weekend. Uh, anyway, uh, I've read all the Game of Thrones books. What do you? The, okay, then you know who Patchface is. That's yeah, where, that, that, that's where the game. That's where the, the the mermaid thing comes from, isn't it? Is it's Patchface, really? Right. I have what? never read, nor <laughs> have I seen any of the Game of Thrones. All right. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. All that nonsense. Uh, only thing I got became to a say Game of Thrones is, spoiler show. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, is I want to give a huge shout out to our. Wonderful girl, Callie Rules, at Callie Rules. Um, she Callie is my home girl. She had a uh, she had a thing this week. She wasn't happy about it. I remember when I went through that same exact thing. I wasn't happy about it either. It's not every day you turn forty. You know, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) forty. But it isn't all bad, you know. And anyway, just want to give a shout out to Happy Birthday to our girl Callie. Happy uh, birthday, Callie. Happy birthday, Callie. Happy birthday, Callie. 40, 40 is the new 25. She looks she's great gonna, for 50. She, she's she's going to stab you. She looks pretty good for 67. <laughs> she is so going to stab your eyes out. Shout out to the sponsor of the podcast, the Cincy Sports Gallery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to the Cincy Sports Gallery for all your University of Kentucky memorabilia needs. <laughs> so anyway so so for branch and phil and ryan this is coop saying uh we will uh hopefully talk to you sometime later cincinnati ohio cincinnati where the river winds across the mason and the dixon line